Hello, everybody. Welcome back to One More Minute. It's Monique. So how appropriate that today's podcast comes off the heels of the recent NBA championship finals. Now, um, I'm not the biggest sports fan. Um, I'm not really like ride or die. I'm kind of like a bandwagon fan. So I like watch when everybody else is watching. I just kind of watch because it's like a social thing to do. Um, But last night I literally sat and watched this huge Amazon-esque man cry uncontrollably and beat the pavement. I'm talking about LeBron James. Um, When the national championship, you know, um, as I watched the post interviews, which is the best part of the game for me, I like to see where the players' heads at, what the reporters are talking about. Um, LeBron James talked about, you know, pouring his heart, blood, sweat, and tears into the game. Um, now, as a bandwagon fan, and as someone who barely knows the difference between a field goal and a layup, um, I do know a couple of things about LeBron James. I know that um, we're almost the same age, and that he is constantly compared to the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan and uh, Mr. Kobe Bryant. Um, As a Miami native, I remember him joining the Miami Heat and people treated it literally like it was the second coming of Christ. Um, Known as the three kings, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, literally dominated the league, winning back-to-back championships. Now, he was literally on fire. Like, he was the Miami Heat. And then... All of a sudden, he left the Miami Heat to go back home to the Cleveland Cavaliers, which was the team that drafted him when he was fresh out of high school. They gave him his first shot in the NBA. He severed ties with the Miami Heat. He severed ties with the working formula, broke the mold, and went back home. And at that time, when it was happening, NBA fans were completely baffled at how someone could leave a winning team to go to a team that was struggling and hadn't won a championship in over 50 years. So in the midst of that, over the last few years, LeBron James has aided in helping to rebuild the Cavaliers franchise. Now we'll fast forward to last year. LeBron James was in the same position against the Golden State Warriors, against Stephen Curry um, for the championship game. Of course they lost. You know, he had this embarrassing loss. He was devastated. You know, he looked crazy. Like, I left a winning team to go back to a losing team. How am I going to work this way? How am I going to make this work? And then let's flash, let's, you know, move forward to this year. He beat the Golden State Warriors facing the same team and beat all the odds, bringing that win home. Now, you all know I'm always looking at things. I'm always, like, analyzing them and trying to figure out what I can learn from them. And I took so much from last night's win, as well as LeBron James' journey to the national championship in his hometown. So, LeBron James came home to win a championship. He had a vision and a goal, a vision and goal that no one understood. No one could fathom that he would leave a team that was winning, that was a guaranteed championship. He left that, left it all behind. To go back home. Um, He had a goal and a vision about what he wanted. He wanted to bring a championship back to Cleveland. He had no idea how it was going to happen. But he had the faith to lay the groundwork for a championship in the making. Um, And in his post-interview tonight, uh, last night, he talked about... And he said, I thrive the most when people count me out. 
He said, it seemed like God was giving me the hardest road, but nothing that God puts you through is anything that you can't handle. Over the past two years, I've had to change my blueprint to win this game. We're the first team to ever come to overcome from a three to one deficit. This is a storybook ending. And it got me thinking, just like LeBron in this win, God uses uncomfortable situations and losses to set us up for the win. And when I think about, you know, I think about my friends that are married or in serious relationships, ones that are healthy. I think about how many times they had to have their heart broken um, or, you know, be sad about relationships or things that didn't work out only to date someone else, fall in love and then understand why nothing else worked before. Or I think about how many times you know, things in my life failed or things didn't go the way I wanted to only for something better to work out and something better to come along. And I think that the story of LeBron James is a reminder that sometimes guys, we simply have to lose to win. We have to fall down to get back up. We have to have low moments in order to soar. We have to literally break to be put back together again, to be a better version of ourselves. You know, LeBron James was plucked out of his comfort zone and had to find a new route to his old dream. In this instance, people were furious that he left Miami and that he came back to Cleveland, but God put something in his heart and in his mind, and he did what he needed to do to make it happen. God gave him, as we talked about in other podcasts, God gave him the tools that he needed to lay the groundwork for the win. Um, you know, so tonight, last night, in the future, you know, God gave LeBron James you know, tonight's win. And when I think about LeBron James, I think about the whole entire franchise as a whole. So with the help of a rookie coach, a popping point guard, you know, supportive teammates and dedicated hardcore fans, LeBron James and his team, the Cleveland Cavaliers were able to bring home a championship. Um, so let's use you know, the Cavaliers win as a reminder that even if, when you think you're losing, literally this team was losing 3-1. Like, who thinks they're going to win a game seven? Like, that doesn't happen. Um, even when you think you're going to lose to win um, and it looks like you're not where you want to be, it looks like people are ahead of you, it looks like you're behind, it looks like you're on the bottom and you're looking up at the top, like you like at the bottom of your goal and you're looking at the top of your goal and you're trying to figure out how God is going to get you there. Even when you're denied what you desire the most, Guess what? You can still win. You just have to keep playing in the game. So, you know, tonight's podcast, we know, was a little short, a little sweet, but the meat of it is so deep. It kind of gave you what you needed. We got to keep playing in the game. Even when we're hardest hit, we have to stay and fight and trim, and we have to win the game. We got to stay in the game. Even when we're benched, we got to know that our time to win is going to come. Even when things look bleak and dim, it's all going to work out. So, as always, you got to trust the process was yours. It's not going to pass you. LeBron James said, I'm going back home to Cleveland, and I'm going to show y'all that I'm going to win this championship. Last year, he was embarrassed. You know, people talked about him. You know, people burned his jersey. People said all kind of stuff about LeBron James. And here he is. God gave him redemption. God gave him a better platform. God gave him all the tools he needed. He put it into play and everything was set up the way that it was supposed to. So if you liked this podcast, if you're going to stay in the game, 
even if you're losing, you know you're going to win. Make sure you listen, like, and share this. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Magnificent 11 You also can follow the Single Black Female Project at SBF Project. Follow and read all this content on SBFproject.com. Um, know that even in the game of life, we just got to keep playing. Even in the midst of what things look like. So as always, I'm going to keep giving you more. Thanks for listening to Mo Mitch Mondays. And I look forward to chatting with you all next week.